0: Hello, my lovies. It's Christina with Carmen's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. This is our third season and this is our second episode um, talking about astrology, astronomy, um, planets, and zodiacs. Um, so we are going to now talk about all of the planets in the solar system um, and how they are linked to all of the uh, astrological zodiacs um, traits and everything like that and which planets govern you know the houses that we spoke about in our last episode Um, all 12 of our houses when a zodiac falls in your first or third or fourth house um, what it really means Um, so we did go over um, what the houses mean so now we're going to go over what the planets. Uh, mean so um first we're going to start with that uh there has been a lot of talk and controversy over what is considered to be a planet um in our solar system um and not every um heavenly body or you know every um orbiting um Life out there um, is considered to be a planet. Um, For instance, we have the sun. That's technically not a planet. However, that is um, an astrological body that does govern uh, astrology. Um, More so, it governs Leo. Um, Then we have the moon, um, which is not, in fact, a planet because there's no life that lives on it. You know, supposedly it's not considered a planet. It's basically a rock. However, the the moon is governed, uh, who governs the Zodiac uh, Cancer. So, you know... After those two entities are talked about, um, you then move on to our eight planets. There's Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, um, and Pluto. Um, however, the planet Earth, the one that we live on, is actually not included um, in these astronomy and astrology, you know, talks and you know these calculations. The planet we live on is not, in fact, called, you know called upon it's not included at all in this equation Uh, i found that to be very interesting i feel as though like these governing you know planets and forms of life seem to be basically governing the earth Uh, That's something to think about. Definitely comment about that because I find that to be very interesting how Earth is considered to be missing out of the equation. Um, That would then to assume that there is only life on Earth, which we have found out that is not true. Um, Interestingly enough, Pluto has been jumping in and out of what is considered to be a planet um, for the last two decades now. Uh, Pluto has gotten a really bad rap as to it being relevant to astronomy and to astrology. I feel really bad about that because Pluto governs Scorpio of all the signs to be kicked around. That is literally the last sign to try to kick around. So I do find a little bit hilarious. I do find it ironic Um, and still very interesting as to why that is a thing to happen. So you have regular planets, you have dwarf planets, you have planets that have been um, found outside of our natural solar system, which we don't necessarily include in our astrological talks um, but it's still a big part of our astronomy. Um, Twelve planets had been recorded um, back in Babylonian times that there were twelve planets um, accounted for Um, and one of those planets just so happened to be the planet Chiron and what they found about Chiron uh, was actually pretty interesting. Um, It's an icy small body orbiting the sun um, in the outer solar system, among the giant planets. Uh, once thought to be most distant known asteroid, Chiron is now believed to have the composition of a comet nucleus. Um, so it is a transformative. Um, Chiron was discovered in 1977 by the American uh, astronomer Charles Cowell, uh, and was classified as an asteroid uh, at first. Um, but, Given its you know development and our technology, um, it has been considered uh, a planet um, so you are talking about more than the planets I had described, so it 's not eight it's actually nine. Um, the interesting thing about Chiron in particular is that Chinese astrology had discovered this planet. <laughs> way before 1977 had documented it um and have included it in fact in their astrology which i find to be very very deep uh astonishing and you know I don't know how else to describe it. Profound. (laughs) Okay. Um, So keep that in mind as well. Uh, In Chinese astrology, Chiron had already been acknowledged as a planet. That they had discovered it actually before some of the other planets. Um, So and this was like the lack of the technology that we have now. So I find that to be, you know, uh, mind-blowing. With themes of astrology, and we are going to begin with the sun. Of course, the giver of life, supposedly the, you know, the source of all life, the biggest thing in our solar system, in our universe, keeping everything together, Um, basically the light that shines on us, the heat that gives us energy, the everlastingness. Um, of what's around us um the sun is our immortal spirit um it falls into any of your houses what it means in astrology um your purpose and destiny um is involved whenever the mentioning of the sun um comes into play um The sun is the ruling planet of Leo and it excels exalted in Aries. Um, In classical Greek mythology, the sun was represented by the titans, um, Hyperion and Helios. Okay. The sun is the star at the center of the solar system around which the earth and other planets revolve um, and provides with us uh, heat and light the arc that the sun travels in every year rising and setting in slightly different places each day therefore in reality a reflection of earth's own orbit around it um, this arc is larger Farther north or south from the equator latitude, giving a more extreme difference between day and night and between seasons during the year. The sun travels through the 12 signs of the zodiac on its annual journey, spending about a month in each. The sun's position on a person's birthday therefore determines what is usually called his or her sun sign. However, the sun sign um, aloe meant Varies between Western and Hindu astrology, uh, 15 to 14 of every month, possibly, like, you know, rather, due to the different uh, systems of planetary calculations, following the tropical, syndrical uh, definitions, respectively. Astrologically speaking, the sun is usually thought to represent the conscious ego, the self and its expressions, personal power, pride, and authority, leadership qualities, and the principles of creativity, spontaneity, health, and vitality, the sum of which is named the life force. One of the first recorded references to sun worship is from the Mesopotamian religion and described in the epic Gilgamesh. The first century poet Marcus Menilius um, in his epic 8,000 verse poem Astronomica described the sun or the soul as um, beginning and favorable. In medicine, the sun is associated with the heart circulatory system and the thymus. Additionally, humans depend on on the sun to produce and obtain vitamin D, um, an important supplement aiding the body's immune system and bone health. In Ayurveda, it rules over life force, governs bile temperament, stomach, bones, and eyes. In modern astrology, the sun is the primary native ruler of the fifth house, but traditionally has its joy in the ninth house. The sun rules over Sunday, uh, associated with the sun, with the liberal art of music. In Chinese astrology, the sun represents yang, the active, assertive, masculine life principle. The sun as a Roman deity would be called Sol as a Greek god is Apollo, a Babylonian god as Shamash, the Armenian god Arev, and the Hindu god Surya. So the sun would basically represent the universal king or the universal leader, the person that is in charge, you know, the leader, the, the parent, so to speak, the boss, um, the sun is obviously like the first creation in order to create other things. The sun had to be first in line. The sun was meant to represent things to be majestic, um, and in keeping in regal air, it rules royalty and higher office. Um, the, the highest of lords, um, over your health and well being. The sun's golden glow is vital life force, which, you know, is the strength, the energy, and the will and the need to succeed or your ability to succeed. Um, it is, in fact, your driving force. Um, and it gives strength, um, to all the planets. Um, That is why it is, in fact, in the center of the solar system. Lastly, we remember that the sun rules the astrology sign Leo. Uh, So whenever Leo falls into a house, um, it does say, you know, your ninth house and as well as I believe your, your fifth house. So... Just check those out. But if the sun falls in any of your houses, um, the astrology sign Leo is the energy of a flamboyance, uh, very dramatic, proud, and passionate. Um, it focuses on the importance of self belief. Um, so this fire sign, Leo, uh, this driver, this Leo, um, it's basically the strength that you stand behind, like your your ego. You know your your need to be. Uh, in charge, um, your abilities, you know, your leadership attributes, uh, it brings it out of you. We all have them, but Leo makes it very, you know, obvious. That's why it says dramatic. You know, it's, it's very, uh, you know, drama queeny. Um, however, Leo is the king. Just like the sun is the ruler, the sun is the first force. It is the first force of all forces, basically, so to speak. So if you ever have the sun falling in any of your houses, uh, if you have Leo in any of your houses, uh, definitely check. check Check that, and that would be um, why you are the way you are. If you happen to have Leo in, you know, your fifth or sixth house, um, definitely check that out. That's very important to know. This might be something very flamboyant and dramatic about you, um, and you never knew why, and then Leo is the reason for it. So definitely have that checked out. All right, my lovies, we're going to now move on to the moon. Very interesting stuff here. So the moon... Um, being our second subject here, um, comes out during the nighttime. It is the light of the night, just as the sun is the light for the day. Um, so the moon, being it coming out at night, um, represents our unconscious mind, um, our sensitivity, our inner emotions, and our inner responses to to the world around us, to the thoughts that we think, you know, and to things that we can and cannot accept um the moon rules the zodiac sign of cancer um and if you have the moon you know in any part of your chart or if you have cancer um in any part of your chart um cancer is the energy of emotional uh sensitive caring and loving energy um It may concern family, a mother or child, Um, just concerning how you feel loved um, and how you express love and your need for it, Um, your need to be comforted um, and how you define love. Um, and security. You know, a lot of cancer people that I know um, believe very strongly in consistency in order to feel secure, um, considering the moon will always come out every every night, just like the sun will shine every day. So it's very important that consistency is shown. And actually, that's what I forgot to say about Leo too. Um, consistency is very important to Leo as well. That's one thing in Leo you will see, as much as you will see in cancer people, uh, it will be consistency. Some moon facts. So the moon is the ruling planet of Cancer. Uh, it is exalted in Taurus. Uh, in classical Roman mythology, the moon was Luna. At times identified with Diana, the moon is large enough for its gravity to affect the Earth, stabilizing its orbit and producing the regular ebb and flow of the tides, like time and the universe and patience and all that. The lunar day syncs up with its orbit around Earth and in such manner that the same side of the moon always faces the Earth and the other side known as the far side of the moon. Okay Astrologically speaking The moon is associated With a person's intuition Emotional makeup Unconscious habits Rhythms Memories Moods Femininity And their ability to react And adapt to those around them It is associated for some With the mother Maternal instincts And the urge to nurture The home And the need for security And the past Especially early experiences In childhood Very much affects people Who fall under the sign of cancer The first century poet Menelius described the moon or luna as melancholic which is kind of negative uh, but realistic in medicine the moon is associated with the digestive system stomach, breast, and the ovaries and menstruation and the pancreas despite Menelius' however you pronounce his name, assignment, the moon is more commonly associated with the phlegmatic humor. It ruled the animal spirit. In modern astrology, the moon is the primary native ruler of the fourth house, but traditionally had its joy in the third house. The moon or luna associated with Monday, the word Monday comes from the old English word for the moon day or moon's day, and in romance language, the name of for Monday comes from Luna. Uh, Dante, Alighieri... Uh, associated the moon with the liberal art of grammar. In Chinese astrology, the moon represents yin, the passive and receptive feminine life principle. In Indian astrology, the moon is called Chandra or Soma and represents the mind, queenship, and mother. The north lunar node and the South Lunar Node are considered to be of particular importance and are given an equal place alongside the seven classical planets as part of the Nine Graha. The moon in Roman mythology would be either Luna or Diana. We spoke about this. In Greek mythology would be Artemis. In Babylonian uh, astrology would be seen. Uh, Armenian would be Lucene in hindu astrology would be considered chandra which we already talked about and finally the moon governs our emotions to help us manifest through our being and set the tone for our daily lives the moon is party to the continuum rendering us vital one moment and fragile the next we're up and down naughty or nice or may laugh wildly or cry at will though the moon's energy we endeavor to reconcile these varied emotions in order to make ourselves complete and one with the world the moon also helps us see um, which we want and use memory and the past as part of this process the moon spends roughly two and a half days in each sign uh to, takes 28 days to you know circumnavigate the zodiac and it's feminine energy and rules cancer like i said in the fourth house so check your fourth house and if you check any other houses that might have cancer um the cancer sign in it um, this is very um, interesting um especially if you have uh, another water sign together if you happen to have you know what's in your pluto you know which rules scorpio and you have cancer there it's possible you could have some really extreme anger um you might be trying and having difficulty controlling that anger and not really sure how to control it or even realize where it comes from because it's considered our unconscious mind which is very interesting. It's something, something to think about. Um, now coming to the end of this, um, uh, episode, I did say I will include all the planets that were involved in our, uh, research. So we have just explained the sun. We have just explained the moon. Um, we are including planets such as Venus, Saturn, Pluto, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, and of course, Chiron as the wounded healer planet we'll definitely get into that that's very interesting stuff um but definitely you know tell me more about what you know about these planets um let me know if you agree with this analysis of you know the sun and the moon and the the houses that they're in how they have fallen and the zodiacs um though a lot of it was my, my own research was reading off a piece of paper. Um, You know, it's also good to just have that conversation and really add to it and just see, you know, what we agree and disagree with. Um, Some of us believe in having 13 zodiacs instead of 12. Um, You know, it it, it is a huge debate about that that did come out a few years ago. Um, People want to embrace the change. Some of us don't want to embrace the change. Some of us feel as though a mistake has not been made um, to really keep the 12 that we have. And there's nothing wrong with you know, expanding on what we know and what we can learn. For all we know, there could be twenty-two zodiacs out there. You know, um, but I definitely want to have that conversation with you. Please definitely like, share, follow, and subscribe. Please follow me on RSS.com. Please, uh, especially if you want to get, you know, be the first to download these episodes. Um, Coming up with episode every week um and this is our uh season three talking about planets and astrology and, and zodiacs and it's like my favorite thing ever um but next week we will hit on two more planets um uh and i believe four more zodiacs so we're we're definitely gonna get into a conversation you guys are gonna love this one um I'm very, I'm very uh, passionate about this one, but please like, share, follow, and subscribe. And this is Christina with Karma's Eyes LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, my lovies.